0: Hi, and welcome to the Shoot from the Heart podcast with me, Diane Bell. If you want to write a script, make a movie, or quite simply live an abundant and creatively fulfilled life, you are in the right place. Each week I'll share with you tips, techniques, and real world information that will inspire and empower you on your path. Thank you so much for joining me. I am rooting for you all the way. Let's do this. Hello, gorgeous screenwriter, filmmaker, creative soul. Welcome to episode 98 of the Shoot from the Heart podcast. How are you today? I hope you are doing super well. I am having a gorgeous morning. The sun is shining, the sky is blue, and I'm just so grateful to be here, to be here with you. The conversation that I want to have with you today is about something called the upper limit problem. And the reason I want to have this is partly because it came up this week with one of my private clients, and I mentioned this idea to her and recommended a book to her, the book that the idea of the upper limit problem comes from. And the book is called The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, and it's a book that I highly recommend. And I suggested she have a look at it. And she got back to me yesterday and was like, Diane, this is the book. I cannot believe I've never read this. And this is changing my life. This is exactly what I needed. And I said, you know, honestly, if there is one book that I wish I had had way earlier in my life that could have changed so much of it, it is this book, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. Now, in this book the idea of the upper limit problem was introduced to me. And this idea is essentially this. We have an inner thermostat for how much abundance, how much success, how much love, how much happiness, how much joy we can have in our lives. And if we go above this thermostat, this inner setting, we will find a way to sabotage it and bring ourselves back down to where we feel safe. It's not necessarily the place with the most abundance, the most success, the most joy, the most love. In fact, most of us have sadly been conditioned to believe we deserve way less than we consciously want. So our inner setting is somewhere pretty low. If you want an idea of where your inner setting is, take a look at your life right now. And if you feel comfortable in your life, if you feel like just really comfortable and at ease and everything's good you're probably exactly where your setting is. It feels good to be there and it may not be where you consciously want. You may look around and think, this isn't what I want though. But you're comfortable there. There's no anxiety, there's no worry, there's no stress, there's no uh, trouble there. You're just comfortable. And that is where your inner setting belongs. Now, the thing is that if you're going after big goals in life, what will inevitably happen is that you will go beyond your inner setting. And this is a subconscious setting. This is a deep setting in your life. And the moment you go beyond it, that you start to up level in some area, it could be in relationships. It could be in the way that you treat yourself. It could be in your weight. It could be in your finances, it could be in your career, it can be any of these things. But when you go beyond it, what will happen is the upper limit problem kicks in, you find a way to sabotage it because life cannot be that good, and you get yourself back to where you feel comfortable. And you can see the problem with this. Now, you may have heard me say this, but I honestly believe the problem for most of us is not in fact making the magic happen. It's not opening the door. It's not getting the opportunity. The real problem for most of us is walking through that door, is claiming it, is owning it. That is the real problem for most of us seeking our big dreams. It's not making the opportunity happen, but actually claiming it when it comes to us. And so this is a problem about the upper limit. This is exactly what Gay Hendricks talks about. What I want to do on this show today is just share with you a few signs that you might be experiencing the upper limit problem and some suggestions of what to do about it. And I think it's just so important because in life, as I said, if you're going after big goals, if you're on this path of trying to make amazing things happen, of growing, of evolving, you are going to hit the upper limit problem. And you're not going to just hit it once in your life and then it's done. You're going to kind of perpetually experience it. And so once you can understand it and once you can embrace it and once you can make friends with it, you will start to be able to navigate it in a way that means you do not sabotage Yourself and go back down to where you felt safe but wasn't really what you wanted, you will actually get to grow and evolve. And the nice thing about this is that once you understand this, you'll realize that when you're having signs of the upper limit problem, this is actually a good thing because what it means is you are growing. You are on the verge of a breakthrough. You are changing. You are evolving. And how incredible is that? As I said before, if you're completely comfortable in your life, if it's just like comfortable and easy, it kind of means you're not growing. It's not necessarily a good thing. So it's kind of an interesting reframe to realize that having these symptoms might be a cause for celebration. It doesn't mean, oh my gosh, my life is terrible because I'm experiencing these negative things. It means I am growing. I am the verge of going to the next level. I am stepping into the next level right now. And how incredible is that? What a joy, what a celebration. And now I recognize these seemingly negative things that are happening in my life, are actually signs that I am evolving and growing and I can celebrate them instead of making them like bad things and signs that I should go back to where I feel safe. So a few signs that I recognize of the upper limit problem in myself and i have particularly noticed them in the last 6 months because i have had such a big shift in my life moving from denver to spain and moving to spain we've bought this house that's just like my dream house and it was such an up level in our housing situation and in our lives and it's wonderful but it also caused all the triggers And I noticed that some of these are some ways that I personally experience the upper limit problem. I'll talk about some others that I've experienced in other times in my life too. But the first one that I sometimes experience is procrastination. And it's just an interesting thing that when I am starting to up-level in my work, in my career, in my creativity... I often suddenly start to procrastinate and I'll have been incredibly decisive and incredibly forward-moving and focused until that point. And then as I'm getting close to the breakthrough or as I'm breaking through to the next level, the procrastination kicks in. Does this sound familiar? Now, I know a lot of writers say they experience this, for instance, as they get close to the end of writing a script. And it's like, they've been going, they've been focused, it's been forward-moving. And then the minute they're getting close to the end, The procrastination kicks in. So, that is definitely a sign. I think procrastination, if you're finding yourself doing this right now, ask yourself, Am I on the verge of breaking through to the next level? And is that what is causing my procrastination? And the first step to obviously changing a behavior is to recognize what is going on. So, once you know that that's the reason you're procrastinating, you can make friends with it. You can say, Okay, I know why I'm doing this. And it is safe for me to go to that next level. I can focus. I can do the thing. I can stop procrastinating because I am safe. Another way that we might experience signs that we're having an upper limit problem is buffering. And buffering is engaging in actions or behavior that essentially distract you from discomfort. And the buffering may take many different forms. When I was younger, It was often alcohol for me that I would drink wine and that was a way of buffering and of distracting myself from the fact that I was not feeling comfortable I think, for instance, back to when my film Obsolidia was in Sundance, the year after that, I went to a lot of film festivals and this was upper limit problem writ large for me. It was very overwhelming for me to be at these film festivals and to be up on the stages at them receiving awards and receiving this uh, acclaim for my film, which was beautiful and amazing, but very scary, too. And one of the ways that I dealt with it was, where's the bar? (laughs) You know, where's the bar? Give me the bar and I will be fine. And I would drink wine and that would help me deal with my discomfort of being in this situation. Buffering can take many different forms, though. It's not just alcohol. Buffering might be spending hours on social media. It might be spending hours watching Netflix. It might be overeating. It's any kind of behavior that's just, it gives you comfort, but is really just a distraction from the fact that you are uncomfortable. Now, another sign of the upper limit problem is that you want to go back to where you feel safe. And that might mean that you reignite old friendships or you reconnect with people from previous lives, previous identities, that you just want to go back. (laughs) And I totally did this. I've shared this before when I made my third film of Dust and Bones. I was very, I'd hit my upper limit problem in a big way with my second film, Bleeding Heart. And it was like, I just wanted to go where I felt safe. I just wanted to make a film with my friends in the desert where I felt safe. So you might notice this in yourself that you just want to like retreat. You want to go back where you feel safe. It's a sign that you've hit your upper limit problem. It's a sign that you are evolving. Now you'll notice that these are kind of in a way all about avoiding bad feelings and in the book Gay Hendricks makes a list of upper limit behaviors, behaviors that are typically manifesting when we are hitting our upper limit and we are feeling like we need to sabotage and bring things down a notch or two. Some that he identifies and you might recognize some of these for yourself. Worrying. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So last year, as we made this move here, and I was really, as I say, struggling with my upper limit problem in this massive up level and shift in my life, was worrying. I worried so much, worried about what was going to go wrong, worried about how it was going to go wrong, worry, 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 anxiety, right? Anxiety is definitely a sign. You've hit your upper limit problem, and the worry and the anxiety kicks in. Like, who am I to deserve this? I don't deserve this. Who am I to be worthy of this? I'm not worthy of this. This is a classic example of the upper limit problem. Another one is blame and criticism. And this is where we blame other people for things that are going wrong. We want to be the victim. We're suddenly like, we don't want to claim our big powerful place in the world. We want to suddenly shrink ourselves and blame other people for things that are going wrong. Another thing is getting sick or hurt. Now, how many of us here... It's like we have some big opportunity and suddenly we have a migraine or suddenly we have a stomach bug or suddenly we have a cold. I hate to say it and obviously sometimes it might not be this, but often it's your upper limit problem. Your body is like, I am going to keep you safe from moving up to this new level by giving you a cold, by getting some sort of illness, by getting some sickness. Another one that he identifies is squabbling. And I'm sure all of us will relate to this at some point where Things are going good and you should be having the time of your life. And suddenly you're getting into an argument with like your loved one (laughs) for no particular reason. And you're like, what was that about? And we can see so many of examples of this with famous people. For instance, the famous moment at the Oscars when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. And to me, that was an upper limit problem, so clear, (laughs) writ large. I mean, here was a man, Will Smith, who was having the pinnacle night of his career. And this is what I mean about the upper limit problem. It's not like you get to a certain level of success and now it's done and you will never have it again. Here's a man who was having an incredible career and gone to strength to strength and had now got to the point where he was going to win an Oscar, which is like the ultimate goal for any actor who is being taken seriously as an actor who is receiving accolades at the highest level. And what does he do? He gets up and hits another man on the stage. Upper limit problem writ large. (laughs) I've also heard about Christian Bale, I believe. I mean, so many actors getting into fights, getting into fisticuffs when they're about to have the most stellar moment of their life. And you're like, what is that about? It's the upper limit problem. They have hit their upper limit. They're going to find a way to sabotage it because life couldn't be that good, could it? Other things that he mentions are hiding significant feelings, not keeping agreements. I think not keeping agreements is a really big one for many of us. It is certainly for me. And it's when I hit my upper limit problem, I will often not keep agreements with other people. So for instance, what that looks like is I will say that I'm going to do something and then I don't do it. And I kind of wonder why I don't do it. You know, I have this opportunity and I don't follow through with it. And sometimes it's not keeping agreements to myself. And again, this is really all connected with this idea that something in you does not feel safe to have a life that good, to be at that high of a level. It's like, no, 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 I don't deserve this. I can't hold that. I can't have that. I don't, I'm not worthy. And we find a way to sabotage it and not keeping agreements is a big one. He also mentions not speaking significant truths to the relevant people and deflecting. And I think deflecting is a really powerful one for so many of us, the upper limit problem. So what this looks like is we achieve something that is extraordinary and somebody says well done and you go oh it really wasn't that big of a deal I mean it was just this it was just that we only got it because of this because of that and it's we can't just say thank you we cannot just receive it we can't just actually own what we've done and be proud of it we have to deflect it we have to diminish it in some way and make it smaller because we cannot just accept how incredible it is what we did I share this because on your path as a filmmaker, or as a screenwriter, it's inevitable if you stick at it, that you're going to achieve ever higher levels of success. And for most screenwriters, it starts out with just being able to finish a screenplay. But that in itself can pose an upper limit problem. If you've never done it before, you may find yourself sabotaging before you get to the end because you don't feel safe yet to step into the identity of somebody who finishes their screenplays. Once you finish them, the next thing is actually sharing it with people. And again, you might find yourself brushing up against that upper limit problem. And so it goes, you know, you actually option your script or sell your script. And again, suddenly your upper limit problem will kick in, you find yourself suddenly sick, or you find yourself not finishing the script that you're meant to do for a producer, because you don't know why you find yourself procrastinating, you find yourself worrying that maybe you're a flake, maybe you're a fluke. And the thing about the upper limit problem is that it It's so easy to believe that these symptoms that we are experiencing are actually indicating that we're not made for what we want. We're not made for our dreams, that there is something intrinsically wrong with us. And we're looking at these things like the fact that I'm worrying so much, the fact that this is so hard for me, the fact that I got sick, the fact that I'm having these arguments, the fact that I feel like a victim, like these show that maybe this just isn't meant for me. Maybe this is not my path. What I would like to remind you, friend, is that whatever you dream of, it is meant for you. If you can dream it, you can live it and you deserve it and you're worthy of it. And anything that is taking us away from that is a lie. And when we experience the upper limit problem, what we are experiencing is the conditioning that we have internalized that has told us that we're not enough that has told us that people like us don't get to do things like that, that has told us that life cannot be that good, that you cannot have it all. And here's what we have to do. We have to observe ourselves experiencing our upper limit behaviors, observe the problem and know that yes, we do deserve it. The truth is we can have it all. The truth is you are worthy of everything you dream of and more. And when you know this, you can start to do that work of, I see you upper limit problem. I see my upper limit behaviors here. And the moment you can name it, you can see yourself doing it. You can see yourself acting out in a way that is sabotaging you because you don't believe you deserve it. And the minute you know that, you can shift it. You can shift it. So I hope this has been helpful to you. I strongly recommend you check out this book, especially if you're actually experiencing an upper limit problem at the moment, especially if you are up-leveling in some area of your life or you are trying to. I wish so much I'd had a copy of this book when my movie Obsolidia came out. I'm not sure when it was published, the book, so maybe the book wasn't out then. But I just would recommend every single artist in the world read this book. Because for so many of us, the problem is not getting going and getting started and getting some traction, but actually maintaining it once things start to work. <laughs> and this is really like the famous second album syndrome for bands. Like they rake this first album, there's no pressure on them. There's They're just like doing it and they don't really believe that they're gonna have success. And then when success calls, they just implode completely. And that is so many of us. And it's not because... We can't handle it because we're not worthy of it, because we're not up to it. It's just because we don't know about the upper limit problem or how to deal with it. And once you do, and now you do, it will never be a problem again. Because even as you experience these behaviors, you will know how to hold yourself and how to hold yourself through it so that you don't sabotage and so that you do get to live the life of your dreams. On that note, I am on Sunday going to be sharing a second live free masterclass. And if you're listening to this and you would like to join me on that, I'm going to drop the link into the show notes. This masterclass is called Your Dreams Come True. I shared it for the first time just last week. And the response to it has been phenomenal. (laughs) I mean that. People have been writing to me just saying, Diane, I had so many breakthroughs. I had so many ahas. I really realized why I've been stuck. I realized why I've been holding myself back and how I've been holding myself back. And even more importantly, I see now clearly what I need to do in order to make my dreams happen. And I just want you to know this. Whatever you dream of is possible for you. It is possible for you. If you feel a dream in your heart and it lights you up and it excites you, it's because that thing is meant for you. And if you go after that dream, I promise you, you're going to grow and expand in the most delicious and incredible and beautiful ways. And you deserve that. It's not just about the dream. It's about who you become on the path to it. And I am absolutely so excited to share with you these tools that I know work. What I share in this session is really what I have learned over the last five years. And five years ago, if you know me, I was not very happy in my life. And I took a look back because I thought there's times in my life where I have created incredible results, like dream come true, crazy good, impossible results. And then there's other times that I have not created great results and I decided really to just study it and see if I couldn't find patterns. Well, surprise, surprise, I saw very clearly what the patterns were. At the same time, I had decided to really dive deep into studying the law of attraction, the law of vibration to understand the energetics of our world and universal laws. And it all clicked into place. I could see the patterns in my life and how they corresponded to these laws And I started to think, okay, well, what would happen if I deliberately and consciously use this to try to create the results that I want? And this is how now I'm really honestly living the life of my dreams. And I do pinch myself every day. I cannot even believe what I've managed to create in the last few years since I started to harness these laws, since I started to deliberately engage and live these patterns. So if you would like to learn about this yourself, and really, why wouldn't you? Because if you have big dreams, There's no reason you can't achieve them. Once you get this information, when you understand how this works, you are unstoppable and it is literally inevitable that your dreams will come true. Also, next week, I am starting a new program. It is called the AIM Academy. And this is like the work of my lifetime, I feel like. The AIM Academy is this comprehensive, in-depth, 10-week journey to guide you to the fulfillment of your dreams. And as I said, I'm launching it for the first time next week. It's starting, registration is open now. The doors will open on the 15th. People will start actually receiving the materials on the 15th. And as I said, it's a 10-week journey learning how to master the art of intentional manifestation. And that's where the name AIM comes from, the art of intentional manifestation. So manifestation is really just this idea that we have an idea in our heads, we have a vision in our minds, and we make it real in the 3D world. That's what manifestation is. Learning how to do this intentionally, create the life of our dreams is I think the most important skill we could learn in this life. And my goal in the AIM Academy is to take you in a process, not just to learn about it mentally so you understand it, you can talk about it, you can explain it. And I think this is the problem for so many people. They're like, yeah, I understand the law of attraction. I understand the law of vibration. I get it. But until you embody it, until you integrate it, until it becomes your daily habit and who you're being, It's really just another intellectual idea and it serves no purpose at all. So the goal of the AIM Academy, and this is why it's actually taking place over 10 weeks, it's not something like many courses that I've taught where you teach it in a week and you get absolutely intense levels of information in one week, but it's so much that you don't have time to integrate it. You don't get to really embody it and live it. Over 10 weeks, what this means is each week you will get a lesson, there will be guided meditations, there will be exercises, journal prompts, things to do every single week, and ways to embody each level. And it is something that is building. It's a journey that builds each week upon the week before. So the work of one week, then the next week, it builds on that. So that at the end of the 10 weeks, you are fully locked and loaded and the perfect energetic match for everything that you desire. And that's how you really make magic happen. So this is the first time that I'm opening the doors to the AIM Academy. And as I say, I feel like this is the work of my lifetime. I am so excited to share this. As it's the first time that I'm sharing it, I'm doing something kind of special. In the future, I will sell this as an independent program and you'll be able to sign up and do it. But this time around, the only way to be a part of it, the only way to do it is to join the AIM Collective. This is my membership for people who want to activate infinite magic, money and miracles into their lives. We have monthly live exclusive classes We have monthly Zoom calls where you can talk with me and get support. It's an incredible group. We have monthly book recommendations and we discuss the books. And it's really about... How do we aim higher in our lives and live better lives in every single way? So if you desire to do the AIM Academy, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, I really do want to learn this skill. I want to master how to create incredible results in my life. I want to learn this because I know that is the most powerful skill I could learn in my life. If you are feeling that right now, Join the AIM Collective. And what's incredible about this is that you will get in, you can either join in a monthly membership subscription, cancel anytime, or for the rest of this year. And either way, it's an incredible deal. Not only will you get access to the AIM Academy, but you will also be in the AIM Collective and have all these wonderful things going on every single month to support you in creating a life beyond your wildest dreams. So I hope to see you in there. I'm gonna put the link into the show notes, but feel free to reach out to me, support at if you have any questions. I am here, I'm listening to you. I would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening to this today. I love you so much. Have a gorgeous day, and I hope to see you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I know you can listen to so many different podcasts, so it really means the world to me that you chose to listen to this. If you've enjoyed this and you've had any value out of this podcast at all, can I ask a little favor? Could you please share it on social media or go to wherever you're listening to it and leave a review so that other people can find it? I really, really appreciate it so much. I love you so much. And I can't wait to see the next one. If you want to get in touch at any point, send me a message, support at and also check out my website, diannebell.com and see what I'm up to. Hopefully I'll see you in the social medias. Take care and I'll see you next time.